sir. What? Don't you think we're being a little bit too literal? No, you fool. He told us to comb the desert, so we're combing it. You found anything? Not yet, sir. You? Not a thing, sir. How about you? Anything? Sir, we ain't found. (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing is you're not even reading that from anything. (laughs) Oh, I love Spaceballs. Spaceballs the movie. Spaceballs the (laughs) flamethrower. The kids love that. (laughs) Oh, man. The most rewatchable comedy. Yeah, isn't that what we deemed it? Yes. Yeah. Was it that or Men in Tights? Men in Tights was second. Okay. That's yeah. funny, the two Mel Brooks movies. Uh-huh. And the two movies that I feel like I grew up watching a ton. So mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously, it has to do with our, <laughs> our, our time in life that we de- deem it as such. Otherwise, if we were older or younger, we might have said otherwise. Exactly. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I, you know, here's the scary thing. Had, I think we had we grown up any differently. I think the most rewatchable movies probably would have been Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, that's true. That did go pretty far, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I just remember, so there was a, I mean, he was younger than me. I was working with this one younger guy. I want to say he was probably at least maybe 10 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. We were going around talking, everybody's saying their favorite movie as a get-to-know-you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he says, Rush Hour 2 is his favorite movie. And I was just like, I don't even remember Rush Hour 2. I remember Rush Hour 1 very vividly. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, what is Rush Hour 2? And I haven't ever gone back to see what it is. I'm like, but that's your favorite movie? I remember when I went to your, um, after I got home, I went to your movie case and there was a couple movies and I was just like, okay, I don't know what eight-legged freaks are. Um, <laughs> uh, then there was the other uh, Arquette one with the uh, wrestling. Oh, I love that one. Ready to rumble. And I'm like, I don't know about that I had eight-legged like uh-huh, freaks. Oh, man. Uh-huh. What did I have that for? I must have got it for free. And <laughs> Eight-legged <then>, freaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I saw that you had Rush Hour 2, and I'm like, oh, there's a Rush Hour 2. Yeah, I think that's even a 3. Is there's it? a 3. Yeah, there's a 3. But I, I asked you, and you're just like, yeah, it's not bad. And I'm like, well, that's not an endorsement. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't remember what it's about at all, but yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that I think a lot of those, and this is a, um, a history lesson for me or a reminder, a flashback of Blockbuster when they would sell their old stuff. I like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of my favorite things is I went to rent a movie. I can't remember what it was called. It had Mark Wahlberg in it. I didn't even know who Mark Wahlberg was at the time. Was that Fear? No. Because <laughs> no. I didn't know who he was at that time. I didn't know who he was in Fear either. But there was a movie around the late 90s that he was in. And I go to rent it. And you know this was like when the movie was like $4.99 to rent because it was a new release. And they're like, you know, you could buy it for like, 99 cents over there and i'm like <laughs> what i'm just like yeah uh, we ordered way too many and nobody wants to rent them so we're... i'm curious <laughs> what movie it is now oh. i'll have to look it up during the podcast but yeah <laughs> that's funny all right well this is the utterly useless podcast i am the lone star of lone the podcast star. i do not have the schwartz but i do like throwing raspberry jelly at people so <laughs> Uh, to my right, uh, the person who is possibly sniffing some air because he didn't run things properly, the President Scroob of the podcast <laughs> is Timmy. 
Oh. Dimmy. Hey. hey. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> he gets <laughs> his butt on backwards. It's always good. And then somebody who I've caught a couple of times playing with their <laughs> their action figures or dolls to my left, my brother, the dark helmet of the podcast, Jeremy. I've only had Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I played with them all the time. Lone Star. <laughs> all right, Merit Badges. What do we got? All right. So I will start us off with my Merit Badge. And I don't know about you guys. Well, maybe it's just because I just don't want to look weird. And I've already gotten like weird looks at people. I have the, I'm ordering food like a normal person merit badge. And so I've kind of been working through some gift cards that I've been got, been given as a teacher. And, you know, you'd say this is what you like and you get a whole bunch of them. So I had like almost a hundred dollars worth of Chick-fil-A gift cards. <laughs> so I, every so often I'll go in and like grab three sandwiches because, you know, do you know when you want Chick-fil-A the most is, is on, on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. And so I'll grab a couple of them and throw them in the refrigerator and then I can have a Chick-fil-A sandwich on Sunday and it's okay. <laughs> and so the first couple of times I did it, the, the whoever it was, the teenage uh, attendant or orderist or whatever, I would, you know, put my order in there. Do you want any sauces? And I'd say no. And they like looked at me like, are you, are you broken? <laughs> are, are you a broken individual? And so I'm like, I don't like this look that I'm getting. <laughs> so the past couple of times that I've gone, I will uh, order my thing. I'll be like, yeah, could I have three Chick-fil-A sandwiches? Like any sauces? And I'm like, yes, I will have four Chick-fil-A sauces because I do like Chick-fil-A <laughs> sauces. I try to normal. <laughs> what do you do with these said Chick Fil A sauces? They're in my refrigerator. <laughs> well, anytime you want, bring them over here. My kids devour Chick Fil A sauce. And then, of course, I'll be like, "Could I like have like one ketchup?" And that's like the one that I actually use. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. Of, oh man! Oh, it was a Simpsons episode. Um, he, what is he trying to buy? I think he's trying to buy fireworks, Homer. Yeah. <laughs> He buys like beer, he buys porn, <laughs> and then he's like, I'd like illegal fireworks. He's like, Oh, you want illegal fireworks? <laughs> that's what that reminds me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, having to blend in with society. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I am, my merit badge this week is the Dr. Frankenstein merit badge. Because I, if went, you don't... Went what? for a roll in the hay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, if if you're, you, you two aren't aware, something's different about what's in front of me now. <laughs> I have my computer back in front of me. Oh. My laptop. Oh. Oh, I, it, I need this to be explained because I think I'm in the process of doing the same exact thing you're doing. My... My laptop very quickly, like I got a bad battery and in it, and eventually, like I should have taken it when I was under warranty, but I become a hermit, and mm -hmm. that's my fault. So I bought a battery and I replaced it myself, and it's back to being a laptop instead of a desktop. Excellent! <laughs> so I am so happy now. It goes with me to places instead of just sitting 
in, on my desk. So, so just out of curiosity, because that's exactly what I I was like. I'm just going to leave it as desktop. I have like a, a beater uh, computer that I bought used because you killed my other computer just by like merely rec- suggest- <laughs> by bringing it up, <laughs> j- just merely by suggesting that it's old. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And so um, I was like, yeah, I was going to resign to it. And then my battery is even worse than I think yours is because it'll be plugged in and it'll be like, I'm not even plugged in. Roll a D20. See if I'm going to survive. Exactly. So what I have to do is I have to pull out the plug, Uh put it in a new one, wait, hit the power button. Nope. Pull it out. Put it in back in the original one. Nope. Because it's a MacBook Pro, I'll take it over to the other one. And and then it's finally like, and then it will flash like the, oh yeah, my battery is completely low. It's like, how is it possible? You've literally not been unplugged. <laughs> how? <laughs> so just out of curiosity, because I'm getting ready to replace the battery and I was watching a couple of YouTube videos and it looks very time-consuming and delicate. It's very delicate. Um, I didn't find this one time-consuming. It's, I mean, there was one one little ribbon of um, that connector mm-hmm. that, even though it looks like it's a hundred percent in, every single time, like I I didn't put the cover on. I shouldn't have put my cover on the first couple times because I just like I'm done. I did it, mm-hmm. and I should have checked it every time because the first time it wasn't connected. And I was like, oh, okay, something's loose. So I like undid everything put it back together it worked but then the battery sign wasn't showing at the top although it was running off the battery and so i was like well i don't like that because then it's a it's always a gamble of like how much battery do i have left Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so then i went in and wiggled that cord again and finally the battery thing popped up so that's the only thing otherwise very fit very simple oh i think if you want me to do it i can do it you know what? I, because you have uh, that under your your belt, I yeah. might have to bring it next week. And, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> it's alive. All right, Criddle. What you doing this week? Okay. So, uh, uh, recently I went to a um, uh, back to school night event or a carnival event for my kids, and I'm calling this merit badge the. Twilight Zone merit badge. <laughs> so uh, they had a lot of things going on at this uh, event. They even had food trucks there and food stands. And I was like, cool. Um, I saw a, a churro stand there. I'm like, okay, they're doing filled churros. They say they're authentic, quote unquote. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, okay, oh, while, while my kids are finishing up playing the games and stuff all around, I'm like, I'm going to stand in the churro line. And I was stood in that line for about 20, 25 minutes. I saw two people get their churros and leave. I saw people leave the front in, in the line in front of me. And somehow, for whatever reason, the line never moved forward. Huh. Was it like somebody lined up against uh, behind the wrong line or something? Or No, no. This, this sand was completely away from everybody else. Oh, wow. And the line never moved forward. For 20 minutes, even though people left the line because they were done waiting. Yeah. Or they got their churros and left. Oh, my gosh. And I was just like, what is going on? So what'd you do? I left. <laughs> you left? I was like, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm out. 
They have one job, make churros, and apparently yeah. they can't spin it out fast enough. I was waiting 20 minutes, and the line never moved, and yet people were getting churros and leaving. <laughs> or, and, or people got tired of waiting, and they left. That's funny. You know what I hate more than anything? Because I was wondering, I was like, maybe it's this circumstance where there's a group of people that you think are in line, but they're not in line. And so people get lined up behind them and they're like, oh, we're not in line. And then it's like half the line has to move because they thought they were in line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This wasn't that case. It was just far. It was way. This is the stand that was away from everybody else, which maybe should have been my first clue that I was in the Twilight Zone. But (laughs) you just walk through this little. Yeah. I don't know. Thing that took you into the Twilight Zone. Yep. I don't get it. <laughs> wow. Well, spin the wheel. All right. We have spin the wheel where we're going to have 10 categories of questions, which we're going to spin the wheel, decide who's going to ask each other what. And since Brent, you had the quote today, you're up first and you got, could you fight it? All right. So I got this idea from watching one of my favorite movies of all time. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I have to at least watch it at least twice a year. Yeah, at least twice a year, at huh? At least twice a year. Oh, yeah. It is great. And could you fight an evil version of you? Hmm. I don't know if I could. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> because I think that the answer to this question is, is so if, if, if your goodness is on a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. If you, the further you are onto your side of the spectrum of the good side, mm-hmm. that means the more evil he is, and so I think that makes it more difficult. However, closer to the the goodness like center and mm-hmm. evil center, the neutral, the more likely I think you could beat your own dark evil. That's my two cents. Or you can be like Scott Pilgrim and just become friends. Just with become yourself. friends with yourself. Because I forgot, <laughs> I forgot that. So he has. I know the movie, but why can I not remember? There's an evil version of him? Yeah, because at the very end, after he beats and defeats the final boss, he has to defeat Nega Scott, the evil version of himself. Man, I need to watch this movie again. And they ended up just chatting and then going their separate ways. Uh Yeah, I could do that that way. (laughs) But if you're talking about actually like we got to throw some fists at each other. (laughs) Fisty cups. Well, I mean, I think Scott Pilgrim (laughs) lucked out because, you know, he's... I mean, he's just passive. So yeah. an evil version of himself would be passive too. <laughs> I'm kind of interested in the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World spinoff, oh, the, yeah. the cartoon. Because they, they're getting the voice, the, the people, whole cast. yeah, the whole cast back together as voice actors. So that's going to be fun. I, I'm looking forward to watching that. That's great. Um, I'm going to say no. I can't. My evil me would be diabolical. And I don't think I'm that petty or diabolical or can stoop to that level. I don't think I could fight myself. Yeah. Same here. And also just because of they do it in Star Trek, the evil version of yourself would also have a goatee. <laughs> like, is that where community got it from? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Cause yeah, there is a dot evil Spock and he has a goatee. Uh huh. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I don't know why I never made that connection. All right, I'm up next, and I got, what would you have done? Okay, this is a simple question, mm-hmm. but I think I want I want more detail into it. If you were Marty McFly and you successfully brought back the sports almanac, what would you do with it? Um, well, I would, I would not make huge gambling bets because 
to me, and then I am like a sci-fi like time nerd. I feel as though things would be altered because somebody keeps on making so much money off of one bet or constantly getting every single thing right, which means because one of my favorite. So I like this question because one of my favorite things to do around Super Bowl time is Bill Simmons has a podcast with um, cousin Sal from the Jimmy Kimmel show. And they go through all the weird prop bets. And in the early 2000s, there was this weird prop bet that the third string running back would score a touchdown in the game. And it was like astronomical. Like if you put $100, you would have gotten $30,000. Oh, geez. And somebody put, you know, basically somebody put like $5,000 on it. And they even said that they, you know, tweeted at him and they're just, and so they're just like, so I'm going to be watching this and kind of rooting for this because I think it's funny. Yeah. And the first person in the game to score a touchdown was the third string running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh my gosh. And it's one of those things where when it happened, I'm like, did that guy have like a, (laughs) a, a, an almanac? Because it's just so bizarre. Like they, they do these weird prop bets on purpose Mm-hmm. Just to like, you know, yeah. sucker people in for money. Yeah. Even if you're putting a dollar in there, it's a dollar gain for them. Uh-huh. So. What it, is that? 5,000? Yeah. And what? I think he won- <laughs> ended up winning like a couple million or something like that. Because what did you say the odds were? Again? I, 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 it was, I can't remember what the odds were. I want to say it was like one in seven or something like that. So for every oh gosh. $100, you would win $700, I think. Maybe it was one in thirty. I can't remember. It was something. Yeah, that would have been thirty-five thousand if yeah. it was the seven. Yeah. So yeah, it was one in seven. Okay, it was one seven. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. So I think about that because that's what I would do. I wouldn't do the overly, you know, kind of what uh, Biff was doing and betting on these games because I feel as though it would alter everything. But if you just found like these weird bets and just put minimal amount of money. Where it's just like, well, of course somebody's going to win. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And another example, which was this funny, was uh, when I was on vacation to England. There was a bet of this guy was going. This one soccer player for a World Cup was going to get kicked out of the World Cup for headbutting somebody, and somebody put five hundred dollars on it, and they ended up winning like half a million dollars, oh my or something gosh. like that, because like they're like. What are the odds? He'll get like a red card. He'll get like suspended. He's not going to get kicked out yeah. of the World Cup. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's funny. What about you, Colonel? Uh, what would you do? Well, my first thought that came to me was, oh, I'll, I'll do, I'll place leisurely small bets. You know, like something here and there. Because I feel like, uh, you know, you, I mean, the Back to the Future effect mm-hmm. is, you know, you, you change something in the past, and something changes in the future. Mm-hmm. So it's just the it's the butterfly effect. So I'm wondering if I were to place a huge bet on one thing, is that going to change something in the future? Yeah. So, but if I place smaller bets, it's like leisure. It's like here mm-hmm. and there, and maybe just stow it away for yeah. like the next 25 years, and you're like, oh, now I'm set. I have millions. Wow, me, I've never even thought about how this impacts the future at all. <laughs> I was just like, I wasn't going to go all in or anything. My concern was mainly like people. Like, how do you know? You know, I want to be, you know, kind of covert about it. Mm-hmm. And so I would do leisurely bets too like that. And 
Um, and then also do bets that are blending in. Like, like if I saw in here that like, you know, the, the White Sox beat the Cubs and it's kind of predicted that way. I mean, I could throw in money into that. It doesn't matter the odds. I'm going to win more money. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. I mean, right now, like if you're, if you're doing ESPN picks for like college football right now, uh-huh. um, they, they give you a set of, uh, opponents facing each other and then underneath it is a statistic yeah. that shows you who's heavily favored to win the game who's not i mean if you were to slip under the radar like for example a few weeks ago colorado versus uh tcu colorado was favored to lose yes by 20 yeah and so if you were to place a bet on that saying no i'll go with colorado let's see what happens you know, yeah coach prime so and you know you could bet on that and all of a sudden you're like well hey you know the circumstances show yep Yep. Oh, college football coach prime. That gets me going. But <laughs> I will not take that. Um, all right, let's move on. And Criddle, you, it's your turn. You got what if. What if Smell-O-Vision existed? Did you buy it? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I think of uh, Ready Player One. Did you Did you listen to the book or read it? I have both. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know that. So he briefly talks about that some of the worlds have like smells coded into them and people used to buy the cartridges to make the smell so that you could smell it but then people were most of the time jerks and would code it to smell like crap or something like that <laughs> and so people just completely stopped using it well this is for tv yeah not for the internet would you get that for cooking shows brett that'd be the only thing because it'd be like oh i wonder what you know the great british bake-off uh you know tent smelt like but I would not want to like watch some sort of like gritty crime drama that yeah. takes place in New York because it's like, oh, it smells like human feces. <laughs> hmm, New York. <laughs> um, I would be tempted to do it if they could retroactively like do it to things because there's things in life I've always wanted to know what they smelled like or taste like. For example, don't know why Ninja Turtles, their pizza always looked so good. It did. It was like, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. And then. Gummy bears? I want to know what the gummy bear juice tastes like. I mean, sure, it's in my head it's kind of a grape juicy, but yeah, who knows? Like those kind of things I have questions about. And so I would turn it on for certain things and I'd turn it off for others. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brett, you're back up and you got... <laughs> There's a typo here. <laughs> uh, kiss, Mary kill. All right. I've, I, I accidentally typed in kids. Ah. Kids marry kill. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, that changes everything. <laughs> it does. <laughs> All right. I was trying to come up with the hardest kiss, marry, kill situation for at least you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're so kind. <laughs> so kiss, marry, kill Andy Dufresne. Okay. I thought you were going to have my kids for some reason. No. <laughs> that I'm not me. mean. <laughs> Ted Lasso. Okay. Jake Peralta. Um, killing Andy Dufresne. Ooh, and Jay Peralton. Sorry, what was the other one? Ted Lasso. Oh my gosh, those two are tough. Um, 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 um Andy. Okay, so yeah, Andy Dufresne. First of all, Tim Robbins. I don't mm-hmm. know. Not a big fan. Like, I appreciate him as an actor. Well, yeah, but I mean, the character yeah. like could embezzle you like millions of dollars. So, yeah. But Jake Peralta would spend 
all your money <laughs> the, on useless stuff. That's a good point. Jake Peralta is just a moron besides being a cop. So all the things he does is very moronic. So I am marrying Ted Lasso <laughs> and kissing Jake Peralta. Thank you for that. Chris. I'm going, I'm going the same route. Okay. <laughs> I actually had a, the, the last one that I had was uh, Andy Dufresne. Cause I'm like, I don't know. Like the first two, I'm like, oh yeah. Easily popped in my mind. Mm -hmm. Ted Lasso, uh, you know, Andy Samberg's Jake Peralta. And I'm like, who else? Yeah, if you threw in like the, the, what is it? One of the characters from Supernatural. Yeah. I was trying to think (laughs) of mine. I could have done, yeah, Dean Dean. Winchester. (laughs) If you did like Dean and um, what's his name? Caffrey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A white white collar. collar. Uh And I'm trying to think of who else that I really, really enjoy. I can't think of it right now. Beardsy. Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> that is mean. <laughs> I don't want to kill any of them. There you go. Wow. Congratulations, Tim. You did something that I could not do. <laughs> so we'll save that for the next one. <laughs> Brett, what would you have done on your Kismary kill? I mean... Andy Dufresne is a criminal, so I mean, sorry. Um, I, you, <laughs> he wasn't a criminal until he went to jail. Exactly, get, get busy dying. <laughs> um, and then I would probably say, you're, you're right, because you know Jake Peralta would be fun, but you'd be like, you'd come home from work and you're just like, hey, he's like, guess what I bought? I bought 500 pounds of gummy bears, and you're just like, why? Because <laughs> I've wanted to have. And I, and I can also just picture like the camera like zooming in because I've just wanted to have five pounds of gummy bears. <laughs> yep. With his like very uh-huh. animated head. Exactly. But you come home to Ted Lasso, he gives you biscuits. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Ted Lasso would take care of you. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know why his wife would ever. He, I mean, I think she said he was too good for her. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Anyway. Uh, my turn. Random question is what I got here. And so this is going to be a what if. What if you had a one, like a just one get out of jail free card? So if you, you know, this could allow you to to attempt to do something or do something. Now, if you don't get caught, you get to keep it still for the next time. So like if you wanted to rob a bank or you wanted to, I don't know, do anything illegal, go streaking across for some reason, a field, a sports field. What would you, what would you try to do? One get out of jail free card. Yep. Hmm. I don't know if I'd do anything, because the guilt would just be like. I well, just, even if it was just for funsies, like L was forgiven, okay. like at the end of it, like so if you. If you got caught and you're like, ah, oh, you got me. And they're like, oh, Brett or oh, Crittle. Oh, you guys. And then you just walk away. I think I would try and rob a bank. I think I would, for con- my conscious sake, counting cards in Vegas. But counting cards isn't illegal. I know, but it, if you get caught, though, you get banned. You get banned from the casino, But yeah. if this is a get-out-of-jail-free card, you're like, you got me. You got me. Uh- We're done. I just wanted to try it. <laughs> And again, that's the whole, it's not counting cards to me is, is a strategy. It's yeah. not, it's, and I don't think people should be punished for that, but 
they are. No, it's just the right to refuse business is what they're utilizing. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, if I got free, like, what was it? I just do something weird. I would just like walk into like, you know, a fan store or whatever, put like on a, a couple of jerseys and a hat and just like walk out. And then, <laughs> and then if they just go, Oh, Oh you. And then I just like, just keep walking. <laughs> Man, like busted. You're caught. The police meet you. Like, oh, oh, here's my card. Here's All my right. Card. That All was right. my one shot. See, I was thinking you'd go behind the counter of a Chick-fil-A, make yourself a sandwich and leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I don't want to make it. I want it to be made for me. I just don't want to have the Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> See, I would I would look at this as like an experience because I was like, I'd want to plan it out because this would be just so fun of trying to rob a bank and then see if I could pull it off or not. I mean, whether or not I keep the money or not, it's a whole different story. I don't know. Probably won't keep it, but it would be fun just to see if I could do it somehow. So would you have like, you or, know, or co- even code just, names like? Yeah. Tr- tr- uh, sorry, Montreal. Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> um, or even, um, what is it? Or even try to have a high-speed chase. That'd be fun. Hey, that would be fun. With the yeah. uh, um, uh, minis? Yeah, with the with minis. Mini Coopers? Exactly. Yeah. Mini Coopers, yep. Oh, In California ooh. and go into that little water, whatever, spill off. Hmm. All right, last one here. We have Criddle and you got Lick Off. You're out for a leisure walk in the pouring rain in an alley of dumpsters and you come across a soaked donut. <laughs> I like the visual of all of this. Oh my word. Because you, know you just, the water and the rain and the sewer, as or the, not sewer, as the, the rain alley. cascades down. <laughs> what kind of donut are we talking? I don't know why this matters, but I want to know. Um, is it like a, a pink donut? Is it like frosting with sprinkles on it? Or is it uh, just a glazed, boring? Let's do a glazed Krispy Kreme donut or okay. something. Okay. I don't know. Just a plain, whatever your favorite donut is, that's what it is. Okay. It's a chocolate done for donut. There we are. There we go. You see it sitting on top of the dumpster. It's been pouring rain. There's other stuff around it. It's Oh, it's on the dumpster. Okay. I don't think I remembered where it was. So it's on top of a closed lid dumpster. Open. Open. Oh. Because it's soaking wet. I know, but I was thinking like the dumpster was closed and the donut was on top of the lid. Well, in this alley, all the lids are open. Oh. Gosh. (laughs) Do you know, so was the most horrifying thing I've ever seen like in the most recent (laughs) weeks. I was out for a walk and it had been raining. And close to where I live, there is a Walmart and I could, I could, reenact i knew exactly what happened a whole bunch of walmart employees just sat out by the wall with some probably cheap donuts and but they left them there and it rained and (laughs) these were those uh like you know brown cake donuts and the rain basically looked like it it made it if if the bag of donuts had not been or the box had not been there i would have assumed that it was some horrific diarrhea explosion (laughs) but uh upon probably closer examination than i probably should have i was like oh this is these are donuts that were just destroyed by the the rainstorm (laughs) how close of an examination was this um from uh I did not put my face close to it. It was just did a sniff test. Nope, didn't even do a sniff <laughs> test. I just kind of like walk closer, and I was like, because it looked from a distance, it looked horrible. 
the closer I got to it, I'm like, okay, not as bad, but still looks bad. And then I'm like getting a little bit closer, kind of like a little sniff. I'm like, don't, I think I would have smelled something by now. <laughs> and then I get closer and then I see an actual donut that has just been obliterated by rain, but it still had its circular with mm-hmm. the, the hole in the center. So, and did you think of licking it? No, <laughs> I was just like, I mean, first off, it wasn't a Dunford chocolate one. It was do- the nasty, just plain boring cake donuts. Oh. <laughs> um. Mm. Okay, so we. I guess this, this is. I've. It's been a while. So lick off. All right, Brett, you're starting us off with this. All right. So, hmm. So just have curiosity. How much? garbage is in this dumpster. <laughs> and what does the garbage look like? Obviously high enough that you can see the donuts. Okay. <laughs> is it in bags? Uh, some of them are torn bags. Some of them there's fully sealed bags. Some of them are stretched so thin that you can see what's inside. What is this on? I mean... what would you, Is this on like exposed garbage? Or exposed is this on, garbage. But it's not on a plastic bag. It's not on a plastic bag. Oh, you, that's worse. Um, because I don't know why in my mind they can like, but you're just licking the top. I know, but in my mind it can go (laughs) and suck in all the crap. (laughs) You know, it's just smells and all. What is it called in cooking? It's with meat. You, uh, what is it? You so marinate. It's like marinating in that stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go twenty thousand (laughs) dollars. Okay, money twenty thousand dollar donut. Money Mm -hmm. for licking. Money for licking. And it okay. Last question, probably. <laughs> it's a circular donut. Yeah. I assume. Well, because we get to choose our favorite. Mm-hmm. But how do you lick a circular donut? How do you want us to lick this circular uh, donut? Just like the top 360. Oh, okay. Mm, great. Okay. I'll go to 15,000. Hmm. I, like I, I like this because I was worried that it would have to go, there, there would be some like tongue exposure <laughs> in the center <laughs> of the donut. So I'm actually. You were worried about the exposure to the <laughs> yes, hole because you know, like have you? A have little you, rat pops up and well, licks you back. That that <laughs> that and also like you know in dumpsters or whatever when you get close to stuff that has had garbage in it for a while, it emits yeah. heat and oh, it yeah. emits like you know funk. Oh, let's call this a uh, a heat rain. <laughs> oh. oh, it's a humid day. Humid day. <laughs> oh gosh. Ooh. Um, okay, I'm gonna go twelve thousand. <laughs> I'll go ten thousand. Um eight thousand five hundred. Seven thousand. Hmm. I know I'm gonna get this. Yeah. I'm Tra- just wondering what dollar I can get it. Trash to. just smells so bad. Like <laughs> this will oh. be a relief. Uh, let's see. <laughs> can I wait for a day that I have a cold? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't smell anything. <laughs> I can't smell. I can't taste that anything. <laughs> they're Just like put put things on over your eyes. They're, they're like um, you, you like everything around the donut <laughs> except for the donut. <laughs> oh, okay. That I thought that felt bumpy. Why does it taste like metal? <laughs> <laughs> tastes like pennies in my mouth. <laughs> um, four thousand. Uh, three thousand. Two thousand. One thousand. Okay, you can do it. Okay. I wasn't going much <laughs> lower, so I was kind of surprised you went that low. 
<clears throat> All right. I mean, I've never won or lost a single one of these, so. <laughs> you haven't? I, I think maybe like way back early in the day with Taylor, I may have lost one, but like. Yeah, Taylor gets grossed out by random things that I never <laughs> saw coming. So, so, but yeah, I, I have not won or lost one of these in a while. Yeah. Did you win the one that was like the marathon? The, like the road? Where no, the that marathon? was my idea. That was your idea? That was my oh, okay. idea. Yeah. Okay. Then never mind. I took it from my own in my head. All right. Fake news. All right. So we have our fake news segment where we are going to have three, three rounds. Each round consists of me reading three uh, headlines. And one of the headlines is true and the other two are fake. You have to decipher which one is the true. And this one I went a little bit... Um, happy with a certain theme on the first one. So here we go. Burger King CMO secretly detests the fast food franchise food. <laughs> the, 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 the detest the f- fast food franchise's food. Okay. Bur- number two, Burger King dishing out 20 slice tall all cheeseburger in Thailand. Number three, class action lawsuit against Burger King Plaintiffs claim they don't have it their way. I mean, in all honesty, the the CFO or I, I thought you said CMO. Yeah, uh, CMO. Yeah, the CMO. I mean, I think anybody working at Burger King is already dissatisfied with anything that they produce. So, I mean, that's just a given. <laughs> so, I'm gonna because I what was it a couple of years ago? I was like, I haven't had Burger King in a while. Maybe I'll try it. And I, th- after trying it, I was like, okay, let's remember this and never try this again. <laughs> I know. Why is Burger King still around? I know. Because uh, they don't have 99-cent Whoppers anymore. Yeah, that was their saving grace is mm-hmm. their Whoppers and their cheapness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with the last one. The class action lawsuit? Yes. Uh, I'll go with option number two. The 20 slice tall all cheeseburger? I feel like that's something somebody somewhere would do. I think it would... But he said Thailand, and that's just like I could just see like people in Thailand that's like we don't care, like your burgers mean nothing to us. Also, your Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> all right, locked in. Uh huh. All right, Criddles on the board. Oh, <laughs> it is gross. It's literally twenty slices of cheese between two buns. Why is that a thing? I don't know. All right, round two. Atlanta man attempts to rob nail salon, gets ignored by everyone. Number two, Idaho woman arrested for animal cruelty for her numerous attempts to crossbreed a cat and a dog. Number, They are that bored. <laughs> oh, come on. I would see that more like Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> Wyoming again. Uh, in Maine, a fisherman hasn't stepped foot on soil for 20 years. Hmm. Huh. I'm going to do the main fisherman because I think that it's going to be like one of those, like, well, I live in the dock. I have a houseboat. Like, obviously, I haven't stepped on dirt land. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> the technicalities. Exactly. Oh, man. I will go with option number two. 
The, the well, that's the, Idaho that's woman. The Idaho woman. What was the first one? Atlanta man attempts I mean, to I, rob nail salon, gets ignored by everyone. I could see that one too. Um. Okay, let's go with option number one. All right, Criddle's a two and zero. Oh. Congratulations! <laughs> wow. Let's see if we have somebody getting all three. So, oh, just out time. of curiosity, did you just like weigh like the whole like I lived in Idaho? I like <laughs> yeah. Th- this would be more of a Florida man type of a thing, yeah. not an Idaho lady Florida type whaling. of a thing. Yeah. All right, Criddle. Nobody's gotten three and zero. Oh, so let's wow. see if we can do it. A lot of pressure now. I was just wondering what you're doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Sorry. I'm, I'm getting something ready. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Round three. In the small town of Boring, Oregon, <laughs> they hold an annual <laughs> File Your Taxes Early Festival. That's a boring event. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Out of all the places that have a place called Boring, like... I don't see, like, Oregon is just weird. I don't see it being boring. I could see Kansas, like, boring Kansas. I could see boring North Dakota, boring Montana. I'm just offending a whole bunch of states <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> boring Oklahoma. But boring, okay, sure. So, I want to tell you just right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So, all three of these have city names in them. All three of these are real cities in re- these real locations. Oh, okay. So just to get, so that's not any of the fakeness. Okay, so there is a boring Maine. Gotcha. No, boring Oregon. Or, boring Oregon. Okay. <clears throat> and actually, while I was looking some of the stuff up of like old weird cities, mm-hmm. there is multiple borings am- amongst other states. And I was like, that's interesting. You guys are just really like, hey, it's like Paris, like you know, yeah, Paris, Texas, like Paris. Paris, Kentucky, mm-hmm. Paris, whatever. I don't know if they have a Paris in Utah, but whatever. All right. Um, bus 666 no longer goes to hell Poland after protest from Christian conservatives. Hmm. Number three. Truth and Consequence New Mexico holds an annual Truth or Dare competition that puts Burning Man to shame. I'm not feeling too hot about these options. No, I, I'm going to... I'm probably like nixing the correct one, but I don't see people in Helsinki, Poland caring. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, their biggest problem is like, you know, being invaded. And they're like, who cares? (laughs) It's the bus. (laughs) Are there a lot of conservatives in Poland, though? I don't know. Um, I don't even know. Doesn't feel right. I don't know anything about Poland. (laughs) No, neither do I. But I'm, I'm just, you know, judging from, you know, World War II and, kind of where they're currently situated. I just, that's the least of their concerns. <laughs> yeah. But let, let's have the 666 bus not come here anymore. Let's see. I mean, I'd be more like, you know, let's not have a nuclear bomb land here. Let's, let's focus <laughs> I'm on I'm anti-nuclear that. bombs hitting exactly. us. Yeah. What, what was option number three again? Truth and Consequence in New Mexico holds an annual truth or dare competition that puts Burning Man to shame. I'm going to go with that one. Dang it. Okay. You can, you guys can pick the same one. I know, but to make it exciting, I choose a different one. Oh, okay. Well, good, because you're up two to nothing. And so <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I should go first. <laughs> okay. Um, so we have Boring Oregon or... It, or Hell Poland. <laughs> Hell Poland. Yep. Um, 
Oregon's kind of weird. So maybe they do do that. All right, let's go with Oregon. You did not go 3-0. It was bus 666 oh. no longer goes to hell. Poland oh, wow. Yes, from Christian conservatives. Wow. Yeah, I was getting ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> it did not happen. But Truth and Consequence, New Mexico. So obviously I looked these up. They named it Truth and Consequence, New Mexico after a show in like the 50s oh, really? called Truth and Consequence. And they said, hey, if you'll come film here, we will change our name to Truth and Consequence after the show. And it stuck. Wow. And <laughs> it's never changed. And so and the thing I was reading is like, the longest like city gag <laughs> essentially continues. I was like, wow. But yeah. And there was a, yeah, like a boring main. So when you said boring main, I was like, did I? Nope. Nope. Because <laughs> I'm like, that's another one. I mean, if I was going to visit some place that was weird, I would actually go to the village in Spain that uh, painted their entire village Smurf blue <laughs> to celebrate cool. the Smurf movie. That's funny. That's what I'd do, but uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now it's time for our March, March Madness of most rewatchable TV shows. We've been on a hiatus for a while, but now it's time to come back and continue this. We are on the last um, bracket of the first round, so we still got a lot of work ahead of us. Yeah, we do. But let's get this going. So first off, we have 30 Rock. Versus Boy Meets World. Mm, the, Boy Meets World for me mm-hmm. is nostalgic. Oh, yeah. 30 Rock as an adult, hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because the ratings on these, I'm trying to remember, the right side, I think, is the user rating. Yeah. And 30 Rock is a 92 and Boy Meets World has a 90. Uh, so the users tend to, to like these shows. I know where I'm going. I know so, where I'm going. I'm. Uh, I want Criddle to go first. I yeah. think I know where you guys are going, but I've never seen Thirty Rock. You've never seen Thirty Rock? No, uh, but I've seen previews. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> uh, I, 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 I know saw it you, in the TV guide. <laughs> <laughs> you know that paper thing. Um, I'm just gonna go with Boy Meets World. Okay. I like Mr. Feeny. I like Corey. I like Sean. I like Topanga. I hear I like, they have a really popular podcast right now. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Um, yeah, Topanga and... Sean? I think it's Sean. Because they've had a falling out with Corey. Oh, did they? For some reason. Hmm. Nobody knows why. But, uh, I mean, I like their dynamic. I, it was just TGIF oh, yeah. in mm-hmm. the 90s oh, yeah. for me. I mean, it something about their chemistry, about all the characters, Eric even, and the whole blend of everything, the misadventures of these kids mm-hmm. going, growing up. This was TJF. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. So, I mean, to me, this is like peak 90s stuff, like with Family Matters. And, you know, I mean, it's 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 one of those shows that just, even today, it's still, to me, rewatchable. Yeah. TJF, now that you say that, they used to be aimed a little bit more at youth. Yeah. Yes. Well, because like, what was it? Well, I remember TJF it, when it still had Full House. They introduced Family Matters. And then they had the dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like th- th- that was like peak TGIF. And I believe Boy Meets World was at the very tier end of TGIF before they like did away with it. Mm-hmm. And then the, I just remember this. I don't know why I remember this because I didn't watch it very much, but there was those two, I want to say twin girls 
sister sister i want to say that is the two black yeah yeah and uh, like all these shows are very youth focused except for i think one of those you mentioned could be adults too mm-hmm. i forgot you. that was the 90s like yeah. kids stayed up late on friday nights because mm-hmm. it was the weekend because and, it was thank goodness it's friday yeah yeah well kind of surprised but yeah i'm going 30 rock wow <laughs> i am surprised that you're going 30 rock and I will tell you, I'm going 30 Rock too because as much <laughs> as I enjoy Boy Meets World, if you can make the worst comedian in the entire world <laughs> yeah. funny, like you've got something. <laughs> and Tracy Morgan is the worst comedian, I think, out there. Well, probably not out there, but one of them. And he actually is legitimately funny on 30 Rock. Yes. I will say... Interesting. People worth watching the show for is Tracy Morgan, and then Alec Baldwin is funny, mm-hmm. and then uh, Kenneth. Well, I don't know his real name. Yeah. Um, and then like Liz Lemon is is funny. Uh, Tina Fey. Yeah. But I don't know if she's is she does she in your mind make the show worth watching? It depends. Her and Alec Baldwin's um, yes banter or whatever. But I. The one I think that is kind of sneaky is the 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 bald guy that's kind of like uh-huh. the co-producer with Tina Fey. Yeah. Also, the writers, specifically the one with the trucker hat. Uh huh. He's hilarious. Oh yeah, the trucker hat guy. Yeah. Yeah, and then all their guest stars are surprisingly so entertaining. It's I dare say, without really thinking about it too much, that Thirty Rocks guest stars are well written probably better written than most other shows that have guest stars oh yeah like when i i remember seeing a commercial and i saw matt damon was on it and i was like oh yes i don't know and then you're just like no no it's good it really is good it's it's like he's funny and i'm like really and then yeah this was matt damon wasn't known for being funny at all exactly and i saw the first matt damon episode was the one where he was trying to date Liz and he t- said that you know he had what is it sky timeout or sky law like, sky law and you my know. wife quotes him probably <laughs> once a month at least with his sky law <laughs> it's really hard to be a pilot there's three buttons you push to take off <laughs> fly and land <laughs> um, yeah. yeah all right so 30 rock moves on mm-hmm. next one white collar versus Westworld. oh this is so easy so white collar is 96 for Rotten Tomatoes, users 92. Westworld is 94, Rotten Tomatoes, users 82. So that's interesting that I thought Westworld was much more of a a favorite for people. Like I thought a lot of people really were into it. I know you were into it, Brett. Well, so both white collar and Westworld has one thing in common. Eventually one of their seasons really sucked. And White Collar's season that sucked was the one that was at the very tail end because USA just decided, hey, we're just going to wrap up every single thing that we're currently doing. Just fast forward to the very end. And so the last season of White Collar was completely rushed and kind of not good. Yeah. Westworld had a, like, I will tell you, and here's my breakdown of it. Westworld has the absolute best first season. I mean, this beats Heroes first season. This beats Lost. I've never seen Lost, but I'm pretty sure Lost is pretty good. 
Um, it's not. I will be that person. I will be that person. Loss is not worth one minute of time. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, all the Lost fans out there. I'm not yucking your yum. I just can't stand it. Uh, 24's first season, Westworld beats all of their first seasons. And then the second season is a train wreck. And then the third season is an airplane crash on top of the train wreck. And then the fourth season is Godzilla coming and like spewing flames on top of the train wreck airplane crash. And that's why... You know, at once at one moment during that, that description, I started thinking that there was all these airplane crashes and Godzilla did come. I was like, that'd be entertaining, kind of. But now I was like, oh well, I really lost focus of what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So yeah, white collar, like up until the last season, is so rewatchable. Westworld first season is fantastic, but because I know what comes next. I can't vote for it. So it is white collar all day, every day. What do you mean? What comes next? Well, the second season, third season, fourth season. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Have you seen any any of these, Criddle? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I've heard Westworld is fantastic. Like the first season when it came out, it was just dazzling. Like everyone Uh, seemed to like it. White collar, I've seen like in passing, like uh, with like... uh, Oh, it's on Netflix or it's somewhere, and I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I've heard that it's it, on white colors okay. Well, I don't know where it is currently, to be honest. I don't know. It, this is years ago. Yeah, but it's always either streaming on Hulu or Netflix. I feel like. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's one of the two. Um, give my two cents on these. Okay. Westworld. I watched the first season. I ne- I never got bit by the bug. Oh, okay. So I just stopped it there. Um, I did. I did like the performances by. I'm so bad with names. Anthony Cyclops. Hopkins. No, oh, sorry. Cyclops. Oh yeah, yeah. James Marsden. Mm-hmm. James Marsden, and which is also in Thirty Rock. Um, and then uh, Ed Helms. Is that the name right? Um, not, not Ed Helms. Not he- Ed Helms. Ed. Ed um, what's his face? Uh, yeah. I, uh, what is it? I swear it starts with an H. Uh, is it not Burns? No, that's I another can't guy. Remember. Yeah, Anyways, I know who you're talking about. I enjoyed them. I just wasn't into the story. Don't know why. Um, n- nobody did anything wrong. Just me and the story did not click. Mm-hmm. So I won't ever dissuade anybody from watching it because it was just a me thing. White Collar, I have watched that show. It is the only show that I've watched all the seasons. Probably, you know, there's only one show I've watched more seasons of or rewatched the whole entire show, and that's Supernatural. And White Collar is number two. I probably watched it four to five times. Wow. I love White Collar. I love the suaveness of um, McCaffrey, Neil McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. I had a man crush on Neil McCaffrey for a long time. I probably dare say it, you know, could be revitalized by watching another season of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a great show, and it had it has Tiffany Amber Thiessen in it, and of course, you know that Kelly bump, Kapowski, yeah, has another bumps that up another <laughs> notch. So I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I hate USA for doing what they did to it at mm-hmm. the end, but yep. so that's where I vote. I so. go white collar. All right, all right, clean wash for Kelly. For Kelly, <laughs> beep a beep instead of beep go Bayside beep a beep 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 instead of for Frodo for Kelly. <laughs> you have my sword. You have my whatever. 
and you have my Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> you have it's my pom pom. Right. Zach, fight him. <laughs> or <laughs> Zach, you can't do it. I'm gonna call Slater for this. It's all right. Um, I'm saved by the bell. Okay, I thought I read this wrong, but okay. The next one is The Last of Us versus Third Rock. I was like, wait a minute, we already did. Third yeah, Rock. I know. I I read that wrong also. So, um, I think this is an easy one. Now you you've have you seen all Third Rock? I mean, not Third Rock of uh, blah, blah 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 Last, Last of Us. Uh huh. Have you seen any of it? I've seen both. You've seen both. Yes. Ooh. Okay. I I, I want your yep. input first. You go first. Oh. You are on the spot. Okay, so uh, the Last of Us, um, I thought was more boring than, <laughs> <laughs> than the Walking Dead. <laughs> um, you know what? Like season one, Walking Dead versus obviously season one of Last of Us. I think they're even. Yeah, they're kind of even. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Zombie movies. I mean, zombie shows need. I mean, it's funny that walking. Sorry, sidetrack here. Walking Dead season one was just like the <laughs> biggest phenomenon. Like where everybody, it was just like um, you know Westworld to a, a point. Mm-hmm. It was like I don't know if I dare say if it was Game of Thrones ish. This is probably more like Westworld. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, I went. Wah, 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 wah. Like I just didn't think there was enough uh, zombie action. Yeah, zombie action, whatever they call it, fungus. Yeah. Um, they, there was just wasn't enough for me. Yeah. Um, and uh, honestly, like this whole, I'm I'm almost starting to get a little fatigued of the dystopian. Oh yeah. Um, thing except uh, when I watched the first episode of Twisted Metal. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I thought that was fun. I know. I've been looking for ways to watch that. With- like. That's like a comedy dystopian, which is uh-huh. like, oh yeah, this is a little more refreshing than mm-hmm. than a than a, like The Last of Us, where it's uh, so like kind of depressing almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I just see what you mean there. So I mean, there's that, and then but the third rock from the sun um, was just th- that to me is the '90s. Uh, you got Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You got um, what's his bucket? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I know who you're talking about. John Lithgow. Yeah, yeah. that's your um, French Stewart. French Stewart. I mean, the incoming message from the big giant head. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm stuck in a box. Yeah. I mean, it. To me, that it, I think if I were to rewatch that again today, I I still think I'd be laughing mm-hmm. a lot. And and we've said it before in the past. Comedy lends itself to rewatchability, mm-hmm. and I think that they just have a great formula going. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm I'm inching to West or to Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, yeah, because I mean, so Last of Us, I, I will echo what you said. It is it. I, I was actually presuming because I got terrified because I know like this kind of fungus spore essentially drives, you know, ants crazy and then it shoots out their head and then it bursts their their brain open. So I was actually adding to what was going to happen. And that like horrified me because I was like, I did not want to see this in on screen. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to give it a chance. And then what I started doing is there's a YouTube channel that would compare and contrast between The Last of Us TV show and, with the video game. And I thought that was really fun because he would tease what was going to happen up into the next episode showing game action from the video game and kind of like setting expectations. And the sad thing is, is 
The Last of Us could have been good, but they decided to go heavy on the drama and light on everything else. And that's yep. what Walking Dead did. Yep. And I think that's what hurts massive rewatchability. I mean, if you could have seen like some sort of like Resident Evil like transformation or something like that, mm-hmm. or more fighting instead of cannibals. Because if they did like um, that Las Vegas one, mm-hmm. you know, I can't remember what it's called. The one that's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, by the, the, Abrams. The, yeah. The bank job or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, I like the, I think you were kind of getting to that where, like, there's different levels of zombies and mm-hmm. where there's a pinnacle of zombie and he's intelligent or something. Yeah. I wish it would have gone in that direction opposed to drama direction. Yes. Too much drama. And, and, and to pull away from the rewatchability factor, just as a good show in general that would make it better mm-hmm. because it's not that. I mean, I, I'm the only one here that probably hasn't finished the last of us. Cause I got, I got to the mall episode and it just fatigued me. Oh yeah. Well, and I, uh, spoilers, there is that episode in twisted metal, but I will tell you twisted metal is worth it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I just got and, and the fatigueness had nothing to do with what they were trying to push. It just was a really slow episode. Like nothing really happened. It was backstory, and I think it was just a filler episode. Yeah, and I I about cashed in on that. I was like, uh, do I want to keep going? Like if you have to pump out a whole episode to tell somebody's backstory that doesn't really entertain you. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Like, that wasn't entertaining in the slightest. No. All right. I think we're all going in Third Rock. Yep. That is correct. Okay. All right. I love Third Rock. By the way, I did watch it within the last 10, 15 years, the uh-huh. whole way through. It was still great. Holds up. Holds up. I love it. In fact, I think I got a lot of more of the jokes <laughs> than I did when I was a kid. <laughs> I, I like John Lithgow. I think he is just oh, yeah. a treasure. And and. And not only that, I like the fact that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character is the oldest character. Like, yeah. his character is supposed to be older than everybody. And so watching that play out as an adult, I'm like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. This is an interesting duo here, uh, or versus Drew Carey's show versus the Whose Line Is Anyway. This is interesting because, I mean, have you you guys both watched Drew Carey's show? Mm-hmm. I've watched both. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just a, it, it was a fun show. I don't know what to say about it. Like I had no idea that Craig Ferguson had a late night comedy show. I just enjoyed him being Drew Carey's boss. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Mimi. I enjoyed what's his face from office space and whatnot. I enjoyed who from office space. Um, the, the Oh the yes. Neighbor. Yes. The neighbor. Okay. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm I just going to say his what's name. his face from Office Space. <laughs> I just remember the guy who was on uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, that guy. He's uh-huh. the whole sub, well, has the whole subway uh-huh. seven-foot sandwich or whatever. Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> Hot dang. What was it? The other day, for some reason, I wanted to watch the dance-off on YouTube, and I looked it up. I love... The, oh, the let's do the time warp again and yeah. versus like shake your boo thing. Yeah. I yeah, whenever I hear one of the songs, I immediately think of the other one because Cleveland of that episode. Rocks. Oh yeah, Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland oh, Rocks. and then also um Drew Carey's like the girl in the mix. Oh, Mimi? No, 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 the other girl. Oh yeah, yeah, her. The uh, more attractive girl. Mm-hmm. Um uh 
and it's funny because these people like Craig Ferguson, um, the guy from Office Space, mm-hmm. the girl, um, even Drew Carey's brother that's oh, in yeah. Fargo, um, all these people, and Ryan Styles is in it too. Yeah. Except Ryan Styles is probably the only person I I don't go, hey, it's them from the Drew Carey show. Yeah. <laughs> even Craig Ferguson <laughs> is that's the guy from the Drew Carey show. Yes. And so, like, I'm watch. I've I told you, and I think I recommended watching. Um, oh gosh, what is it called? Shortening, short. No, shrinking. That's what it's called. With uh, Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. Okay. So, hit Jason Siegel's next door neighbor is the girl from. Okay. And so I was like, hey, it's a girl from Drew Carey show. <laughs> so I feel like Mimi is like the Newman of it, the Drew Carey. It yeah. really was. Mm-hmm. It really was. That was just a great show, though. Mm-hmm. I'm going Drew Carey show. Yeah, I. I mean, I like. Whose line is anyway? But whenever I think about whose line is anyway, it's Colin and Ryan mm-hmm. and everybody else. Yeah. Well, I just feel like there's there's too many singing segments in whose line. Oh yes. That. that I mean, the only on. best part about the singing segments is when they're doing the fake, like you know, time life commercial. Oh yeah, yeah. That is a good one. I like. I swear, like, and I think they finally with the reboot that they have done recently. Mm-hmm. They, the scenes from the hat is the i feel like every episode is a must yeah which is good because it wasn't always the case it became more of the case i think over time um yeah there's certain segments that i like i like the one where they put your hands Mm -hmm. between like their armpits and they act for them but it's funny because going into this i thought i was going to pick whose lines anyway Mm -hmm. but then i started thinking about girl you're like i forgot what you said but i was like i think rewatchability though watching the same improv over and over even though there's i think there's you know dare i say 10 seasons i don't know someone like that who's lying yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's something and then do you know what i do whenever i think of any other cast members it's wayne brady is like oh yeah he was yeah. he, he's good and then i think ryan style or greg proofs and i'm like Oh, yeah, the two-headed monster from Phantom yep. Menace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I always just stop and go, why him? Why his voice? Yeah. Why couldn't have been Colin? Like, <laughs> Well, that's funny because remember Dungeons and Daddies, how they said, why wasn't that Ryan and Colin <laughs> instead of Greg Proofs? <laughs> I was like, yeah, 100%. I, I think this is an interesting example here. Whose line is it anyway is too comedic and so, therefore, potentially two, I mean, not re- as rewatchable because there's no drama slash story. Well, that and for the comedy for Whose Line Is It Anyway, it's they're trying to swing for the fences at all time. Yeah. And you can tell that they're trying their best. And it's just like the, either the setup is not good or the idea is not good. And mm-hmm. they are like swinging and missing and failing horribly. And so the, the good moments are even out easily mm-hmm. by the bad moments. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised by my answer with this. Yeah. What are you guys going for? I'm going for Drew. And Drew I, I thought Carey. for sure you were going to go whose line. Oh, yeah. You're going Drew, Drew too, Carey. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going whose line it was too until we started talking about it. All right. This is a mean one. Oh. How I Met Your Mother versus Big Bang Theory. This is like usually should be a the final round but thanks to the random generator it mm-hmm. randomly assigned out of one through 64 these two meet in round one so 
Wow. We need to approach the uh, the committee that uh, the selection committee <laughs> yeah. about this and <laughs> yes. protest it. But uh, yeah, uh, hey, you're putting two number ones next to each other. Oh, uh, I don't even know where to begin. So here's where I'm going to begin, because I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure out which one I want, and so I'm going to begin with the last season. I knew of, <laughs> that's where you're going to start. <laughs> of how I met your mother sucked versus the last season of Big Bang Theory. Okay, before we go on, before we go on, Big Bang Theory. Is there any bad season that sticks out? Hmm. Let's I see. I don't think there's a bad season i just think i think it's it starts off at peak level Mm -hmm. and then it slowly goes down a little bit yeah i would agree with that just a little bit i think it like you know every episode of course has its up and down depending on how good it is um i feel as though when leonard started acting normal because i think because of bernadette well, when they started to get into relationships, almost yeah. is when it was like, so what? Well, not so not only when Leonard started acting normal, but you, you know, or less creepy. <laughs> are we talking? Oh, not Leonard. Yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking of. You're thinking about Howard. Oh, yeah, because I mean, all four of them are great, and then you know, you have Raj, who until he's drunk, he can't talk to mm-hmm. a girl, and then he gets broken, and then he does it all the time, and it's just like. There was, a, a, you know, you want to see characters evolve or whatever, but there are certain things that's like, no, you just shouldn't do this. Like, mm-hmm. this is you. You can't just like, yeah, whatever. And then, you know, Leonard started acting more normal, which, you know, he still was a geek, but then he just started acting like the only person that was left really was Sheldon. Mm-hmm. And it, it ended like, and you describe it perfectly, Tim. Like, you know, it starts off really high and it just slowly, slowly, just progressively just goes down. Whereas, like, How I Met Your Mother, there are bad seasons mm-hmm. and there are and there are bad love interests. Yes. Like, oh. Chick from Scrubs yep. is the worst love interest. Yep, I would agree with that. I, I mean, I want to just make sure that we're all on the same page of, of Big Bang Theory, though. It starts out high, and it does not da- go down too much. No, but it, it is no, going no, down no. in a downward it, trajectory. Uh-huh. Yeah. I will say with Big Bang Theory, though, I think the part that sticks out to me where it takes the biggest bump, and this is of nobody's fault, is when sh- uh, Wallowitz's mom dies. Yeah, yes. And that that was, she did die in real life. And I can't believe how somebody who's a side character, in my opinion, probably gave the biggest dive in the show. Well, yeah, because then Wallowitz had to, like, they changed the character. Mm-hmm. He, he moved in. They kind of, like, paused the Wallowitz-Raj yeah. friendship. And that, yeah, that that was a big one, I feel, I feel like. I mean, the interesting thing was what they tried. You could tell that they were grasping at certain things because then they started gr- bringing What's-His-Face from the comic book shop in mm-hmm. and they had him play more of a prominent yeah Stuart more of a prominent role mm-hmm. and it you know I didn't realize that you know you could see that it was something that it was unplanned but they needed the Raj friendship but mm-hmm. they also had to progress you know, the story exactly mm-hmm. yeah 
and I didn't really like what they did with Raj near the end. Like he's going like I don't even know how he ended to be honest, but like I just know he kept on dating these two girls for a while, and then I don't know how it ended up with. I think he ended up with the dermatologist or something like I that. I don't know. I forget. I haven't watched the. I've watched like the first five seasons numerous times. Past that, I probably watched them maybe once or twice. Yeah, and it does go up to what season thirteen or fourteen? Yeah, but no, that was a good show. And then, so how I met your mother. Like you said, there's a lot of bad seasons, but there, I will say that there are some episodes that are just so they outdo Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah, completely. The uh, the bracket. The bracket is a great episode. Fake baby. <laughs> I was there. there. It's, it's fake, fake baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like I like just some of the randomness. Like you know, the first episode that me and Brett watched was the um, uh, the, the road trip with Marshall and uh, Ted. And yeah, I walk five hundred miles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just they're so they are great. And it's it, it, if if this was a line chart, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you said, Big Bang Theory starts out high and it gradually goes down, and it does have its little ups and downs. But I'd say they're pretty darn close to the actual line itself, the median line. Consistent. Where (laughs) How I Met Your Mother, it does start out. I feel like I think the first lower three seasons. Yeah, it starts off lower, but second season gets higher. Third season is about high. Episodes are more volatile. They uh go up. They're further from the median. They just go and and then there's certain seasons like (laughs) Uh and I think because of that, I will choose Big Bang Theory. See, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make Tim make the decision. I think I know what his decision is. I don't is. care which one goes on. I, I don't. I, I I want either to win. <laughs> I I think I know where your decision is, Tim. So I'm just gonna go in and say I choose How I Met Your Mother because of the amount of seasons between the two. It goes back to kind of like the the UK model of TV compared to ours, where. You know, the UK is like, we'd rather you be wanting more and we disappoint you by cancel or ending the series rather than give you fatigue. Fatigue. And I feel as though that that's where Big Bang, because I honestly, I've watched every single episode of the Big Bang. I can't for the life of me recall the last that's true. couple of seasons. How I Met Your Mother is way more memorable. So. But does I, does the creation of How I Met Your Father diminish How I Met Your Mother? I'd have to have watched it, so no. <laughs> it, it did not impact it. In my mind, they're two separate things. It doesn't and, exist. And when I watch How I Met Your Father, I'm always like, was How I Met Your Mother this corny? Like, this feels like a, a Disney show. Hmm. It got canceled. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, Disney show is appropriate because Hillary Duff is in it, mm-hmm. and she is a Disney star. But like it was, you know, that overtop acting of mm-hmm. Disney. Like, yes. I felt like that's what it was. But I was like, that's how it felt with season one. I never watched season two. Oh, I didn't even know it made it to a season two. Neither did I. It got a season two and then it got canceled. And the sad thing is, is it had our favorite guy from Enlisted. Yeah. In it, the the middle brother, who is the main love interest in it, I think, for Hillary Duff. But that's where I left off, so I don't know. All right, Cradle. Well, I think each show has like really clever moments. Um, and fun moments. Uh, I my favorite character from How I Met Your Mother is by far and away Barney. Mm-hmm. Um, just the the he's like almost like the Kramer of the show. Just like he, just the, the things that he goes through, and you know the thing the the quirks that he has. 
and so your favorite character is Barney. Yours is Ted. Ted. Mm-hmm. Mine's uh, Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but and then uh, uh, Big Bang Theory. Who's your favorite character? Oh, jeez. That's a hard one, huh? That is a hard one. I think, I mean, I think I mean, we'll I, all land on the same one, I think. I like Sheldon, but he also gets under my skin, and I would not be friends with him. So it would have to be, um, what's his face? I've been saying his Leonard. name. Leonard. Leonard, yeah. I'd say Leonard. I'd say Leonard. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I kind of realized that. I was like, yeah, we're all going to say Leonard, because there's no reason to choose anybody else. So, I mean, Penny would be, the, I think, maybe my second choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah, there's a lot of really good moments in How I Met Your Mother. Um, but for me, I think The Big Bang Theory to me moves on. I, I there's so many fun rewatchable moments, especially in Big Bang Theory, like you know Penny giving Sheldon a gift of Spock with a napkin. Oh, I that's mean, yeah, that was pretty hilarious. I like the I like the ducks on the. <laughs> you don't have any ducks on your bathtub. I like that. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Big Bang Theory for me. I'm sad and okay at the same yeah. time it's, i'm i'm fine with it i knew that's where you were gonna go yeah I've i just only, i've only seen how i met your mother once and i big bang theory i've watched numerous times okay breakout kings versus evil brett you've seen both Ooh, of these right i've seen neither yeah. i've seen the first season of evil and then i watched the elevator game and you know what the funny thing is is there was a, um, I, I have a subscription to Shudder, a horror network, and there is a movie called The Elevator Game. Oh, yeah. And I was watching it and I was like, eh, that was not that scary. And then I had a nightmare about it and I woke up. I'm like, ooh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> My wife doesn't get that when nightmares are fun. <laughs> um, I love Breakout Kings. I love Breakout Kings too. It is. And I I like the psychologist the most. Yes, yeah the the the, the guy from um, Psych. Well, he's from Psych. He's also from uh, Westworld too. Oh, that's right, he is. Who is he in Westworld again? I forgot. He is Ed. What's his face's um, younger self? Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Ed Harris. That's his name. It just came out of nowhere. I knew. I didn't even have to look that and up. And you said it started with an H, and you were yeah. right. Yeah, I I have to go with Breakout Kings. If Evil would have continued on, I mean, you know, the same they put, trajectory. They, they put it on Paramount Plus, and you know what? You can go darker on Paramount Plus compared to CBS, oh. and they just like I watched the first two episodes, and I just and then I heard your reviews and thoughts about Evil. I'm like, I have no interest. And then I watched the Elevator Game. I'm like, they could have done it better. I think I've seen an episode of the Breakout Kings, just one, because I just kind of watched a little preview while you're talking. Like, oh, it looks familiar. The so. fun thing about Breakout Kings is the creator is the same creator of Prison Break. And so they actually have a an episode where they're catching T-Bag. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. So that's always fun that, that you get to go, you know, relive that again. Mm-hmm. I'm, going, uh, I'm going Breakout Kings. Yeah, it's Breakout Kings for me. But I just want to say the evil. Yeah, if they could have stayed on the trajectory and the cliffhanger they left after season one and then just leaving that almost, they'd walked away from that whole story mm-hmm. and it's not that great. Well, what was it? And then when I saw the elevator game episode, the, you know, the so-called evil guy who was doing all this stuff, he's like in like psychological counseling, you know, kind of apologizing for like doing some of this stuff to this girl's family. I'm like, uh-huh. But 
But like, I know I missed a couple of episodes or didn't watch a couple of episodes, but this is not his trajectory. Yeah, no. Yes, they... In season two, they focus way more on the love interest between the female and the priest. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's dumb. Leave that alone. And... um. They try to humanize the bad guy yeah. a little bit more. And it's like, no, he's pretty much of the devil. Let him continue that trajectory. Exactly. I mean, I love when he was talking to that like yeah. white-haired beast or something like that. I thought it was hysterically funny. Yeah. Because it was dark. It was dark humor, but it was kind of also horrific too. Yes, it was. But yeah, Brago Kings moves on. All right, next one. Rick and Morty versus Scrubs. Oh, this is easy. I will say, and Brett knows what I'm going to say. What am I going to say, Brett? <laughs> you like Scrubs until I... <laughs> <laughs> until you you broke the glass with me. Again, this is why uh, How I Met Your Mother should have moved on. <laughs> the second you pointed out to me that every episode has to have a moral and wrapped up by... Was it JD? Uh-huh. By, you know, bringing up the moral? It just... That show is dead to me. <laughs> I stopped watching it within like a week or two. <laughs> and I was like, why do we have to learn something every episode? Well, because like, what was it? I, I think I came home and it was out in the early 2000s. And I watched the first season. I was like, it's okay. And then I watched the second season. I'm like, you know what? I, I like this janitor type of a and guy. And Dr. Cox, too. And Dr. Cox. And I'm like, and then the third season, I felt as though I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. And then the fourth season, it, even though I enjoyed the fourth season, that's when I noticed it. And I, because, you know, I think I got home when the first two seasons were out. And so I'm just kind of catching up, renting it from the library. And, by the time the fourth season came out, I'm like, okay, I don't think I like this anymore. And then when the fifth season started, that's when I turned to Jeremy and just said, did you ever notice that <laughs> they, at the very beginning of each episode of Scrub, so here I am going to break it for everybody else. So you know, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> you, if you haven't watched already, pause now. <laughs> but but uh, every single episode starts off with a comedic um, situation that transitions generally to a moral dilemma that the staff will face during the 17, 18 minute mark episode. And then, you know, you have to have the closure of the episode where JD is walking through and we're learning a lesson and we're trying to improve ourselves and everybody, even Dr. Zany Dr. Cox and janitor is has learned from certain things and then of course it ends like with like a little joke at the very end and it just when once i saw the formula for the show i'm like i can't watch this anymore yep so it's like a grown-up sesame street yeah yeah i mean if you have a show that you're rinsing and repeating the exact same formula over and over again you need to get way more creative yeah uh that that just ruined it for me because then yes you could you could figure it out. I mean, it, the I don't know who told you about it, Brett, but the movie, the comedy movie, like formula for an issue happens about what is an hour and fourteen minutes in. Yeah, about 
It, it's the, what is it? The hour and 13 minute mark or hour and 11 minute mark. Where something comes in and like ruins the comedic fun of it more or less. And all of a sudden they're dealing with something, some kind of negative consequence and they're having to deal with that and they have to wrap that up and you can, and it's true that that's, that's out there. So, I mean, back when we used to watch movies on DVD players, you'd look down at the little DVD player and be like, Oh, we're getting close. Yep. And then soon enough, boom, hit the somewhere around the hour and what? 12, 13 minute mark, yeah. 17 minutes. And you're like, sure enough, here's the conflict. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I mean, Rick and Morty's not perfect. I will say there's a handful, there's two handfuls worth of episodes that I love and will watch repeatedly. And then there's a lot of them that I will never revisit ever again. So yeah. I, I think for Rick, for me personally, Rick and Morty is miss, 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 smashing it out of the park. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot better than Scrubs. Yeah, Scrubs is kind of just, to me, average. I mean, they do, they do have their good episodes. I'm not gonna lie, yeah, they have really good episodes. But I, I'm this one's hard because, like you're saying, if you were to average out all their episodes, Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. they're probably equal to the median line of yeah Scrubs. And so I'm gonna go Rick and Morty just because I want those knock out of the park ones. Yeah, I haven't seen Rick and Morty. I've seen all of Scrubs multiple times. Really? I'll just well, I'll just go with Scrubs. Do we yuck your yum? No, okay. I, I, don't, I, I don't mind learning. I, I can't. I, <laughs> I can't wait for you to like go home. And was like, I wondered if this is true, and then you come back next week and you're just like, Brett, you just ruined Scrubs for me. I've thrown all of my DVDs away. <laughs> they are all on DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last one for this round: Mash versus the Boys. Two totally different yes. shows. <laughs> both comedic, mm-hmm. uh, both <laughs> completely different. And both, like, I'm sure MASH for the day had an appropriate level of humor. Well, and, you know, you can say, I will go back from what we said about uh, Scrubs, is there is, yes. uh, especially on the Alan Alda episodes, oh. there's always, those are the worst episodes. Yeah, if you see it directed by Alan Alda just, in the opening credits, just, just skip. Just skip it. Yeah, just go to the next one. <laughs> A warning. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, to me, MASH, especially for the first four seasons, season five when they decided to, like, take Hula Hand and uh, have a love interest and driving Frank crazy... To me, that was the lowest point of MASH. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people love Colonel Blake and Potter kind of ruined them. I enjoy Potter. I I, I find Potter... Uh, I, I like his straightness, but I also like his, like, Leslie Nielsen, where mm-hmm. he can say something straight-faced, which is absolutely hysterical, which is completely different from Colonel Blake. And... I, I think, and I also, I have not seen The Boys. I need to get around to watching it, but I thoroughly do love MASH. I think it has high rewatchability va- value, except for the Alan Alda episodes. But uh, especially the, um, oh, um, what is it? Captain. Oh, Captain Flag or Colonel Flag? C- Colonel Flag. Love the Colonel Flag episodes. Yeah. One of my favorite lines that Colonel Potter has ever said is he's just like, you know, Colonel Flag is like just straight face, do just looking into oblivion, and they're just like, "What is wrong with you?" Like, this is funny, and he just goes, 
My mom had me watch the Three Stooges, and every single time I cracked a smell, she punched me in the stomach. And he's like, yep, that'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) My thoughts on uh, MASH, yeah, very similar to yours. I I think the difference between, so Colonel Blake and Colonel Potter, the difference between those two, Colonel Blake was, I think, you've met that person in your life that immediately you just, um, like Criddle. For me, when I met Day One Cradle, I we were good friends. I feel like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people that you have to warm up to. Yeah, and they take time, and that's Colonel Blake. And or once you warm up to him, Colonel Potter. Oh, sorry, Colonel Potter. Colonel Potter. Yeah. Once you warm up to him, then then once again, you're also great friends. Mm-hmm. So it's just the difference between the two. And I think Colonel Potter took a a little bit to to find his character. Yeah. Uh, or the writers did. Uh, the boys. Very dark. I feel dirty watching it. (laughs) (laughs) There there are dirtier episodes than others. Uh, I just mean like, I know you mean by that, but like also like (laughs) some of the the evilness is just dirty. I think that's what sets it apart from uh, every other comic book Mm -hmm. show and series. I mean, they poke fun at Marvel. They poke fun at DC. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the Homelander is just like i mean this is like straight up evil superman yes minus minus the kryptonite no kryptonite i mean didn't oh yeah because they were leading up in season two that there was some kind of kryptonite and then you find out there was spoiler Um, yeah so yeah spoiler (laughs) sorry my bad so i mean it's it's very it's it's dark for especially for a comic book show yeah um but like, man, is it rewatchable? There's what three seasons, three is, or four seasons. I think there's three. And plus, there's a spinoff coming. Oh, is there? What is it about? Well, there there was a spinoff called like Diabolical. Uh, that's a cartoon version. Oh yeah, I saw that. And then there's a there's a spinoff that's coming at the end of the month. This month, it's called Gen V, and it takes place close to the end of season three or four, whatever season they're on right now. The boys. Yeah, I think they're at the end. They just finished the. I caught up at least with the end of season three with Soldier Boy. I think that's the. That's most. that's. I think was that it. That might have been it. I don't remember. And Soldier Boy is played by my boy, mm-hmm. Dean Winchester, aka <laughs> Jensen Ackles. And he kind of plays like a Captain America figure in the show. That also is a little corrupt. <clears throat> that is also corrupt. But yeah. Like the thing that makes the boys, I think, interesting is they make the characters compelling. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, with with a Homelander who's the Superman figure, his his uh, weakness is being not being loved yeah. by the public, and or or by really having a good emotional connection with anybody. Yeah, and he's always seeking that emotional connection out. And so, I mean, that's what that's what makes hit him interesting. Is it's it's the the non-soups that make him that's his weakness i mean i also think wants to be loved funny that they poke fun at aquaman so much oh my gosh yeah with uh like the fact that he's the deep yeah the deep that he's just so he out of the whole group he is the one that's picked on all the time just like how Mm -hmm. big bang makes fun of aquaman and i don't know i assume everybody else does too the deep and timothy the squid Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that episode was very, was very conflicting for me. It was weird. Um, because the boys is so dark, 
I can't say it's rewatchable. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm a one and done with that. I might watch an episode down the line here or there, but I'm not watching a full season. But I can't. That, I cannot think of one episode in the entire series that I would go back and be like, yeah, I need to rewatch this one. I would agree with that. So does the boys, so you say it's dark, you, you know, leaves, a, uh, you feel dirty or whatever. Remember that one TV series with Kevin Bacon? Oh, yes. The cult? Is yes. it, is it similar to is that? Is that like the fall? No. Yeah, the following? The following. I, that's yeah. what it's. Uh, yeah. It's a lot like that, but throw in like Rick and Morty kind of crude humor. Okay. Like I've heard in the next season and of the boys, they're going to be bringing in kind of an Iron Man okay. character. But yeah, I would say Rick and Morty meets the following. Okay. That's a weird mix, but that's, <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, I'm going to go with MASH. I easily go with Mash because yeah. it's the only one I've seen. Just thinking about the boys is kind of sickening a little bit. Yeah. Why is it? It's good, but it's sickening. Again, I think it's a one and done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I didn't think at the very beginning of the show I'd like uh, Dennis Quaid's son in it. I didn't know who he was an actor. He was, in the, he was in Hunger Games, I think. Was he? The first one. Hmm. Huh. I don't remember him. But yeah, I, I, he, he kind of is like, do I like this guy? Do I not? I don't know. And and then, I, I kind of, I think I just settled with him. I think somebody could have been better than yeah. him, but he was fine. I did like his love interest though. The Starlight? Yeah, Starlight. I did appreciate her, her character, everything. Uh, the Deep, I appreciated him. Um, the A-Train, I mean, is yeah. had an interesting, I guess, thing going on with him with his he he has a super speed and then he got jacked on all the the serum to get faster and then his heart couldn't take it so mm-hmm. he had heart problems the one one part of the stories that i didn't like or the characters i didn't like i didn't like the the corporation's characters like uh what's his name the stereotypical or the typecast villain the the, the guy that's from like the mandalorian yeah yeah Geo, I don't know. I didn't really care for him. I didn't really care for also the assistant that, you know, once that girl left, she took kind of over. Wasn't it, wasn't, uh, what's her name? Uh, from Cobra Kai. Uh, I can't remember her name. The girl from the 90s that was, yeah, a pop culture. Yeah, yeah, she was the CEO. She was the CEO. I can't think of who she is. She the girl from Babysitters, the Adventures in Babysitting? Possibly. Brett, do you know who that is? No. Okay. I guess I could just look it up on IMDb and be like, who is the person on The Boys season one? And it'll tell me. So that's what I'm doing as of we speak right now. So it is, nope, it's not her. Yeah, Carl Urban's in it, Jack Quaid. Um, and still looking. And I. I mean, if you don't like. If you don't like blood, oh yeah, this is not a show for you. Yeah, I can't, I can't find her quickly because she's so far down. I guess because of this multiple seasons, and she was only on season one. I'm looking at the Karate Kid. She's she's in the Karate Kid. Is it Elizabeth Shue? Oh yeah, she was in Ventures and Babysitting, wasn't she? Uh, yep, it is Elizabeth Shue. Yep, that's her. Okay, oh. Elizabeth Shue. I didn't realize I forgot about this, but he's in a side character. 
Um, the guy who is on um, Supernatural as uh, their their surrogate father is in it. I, I can't think of his name. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, he's in it. I okay. Mean, so he's a politician though. I, this is. I mean, this is essentially like an evil Justice League. Yep. Trying to do good. Trying. Suppose. Well, I mean, doing sorta. good in the public's eye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's almost like uh, this. They they play it off like it's a pharmaceutical company uh, product that of sup- of superheroes. That's really true. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So, but yeah, I got to go legging towards the mash. All right, and that re- that finishes off off with round one. And next week we will start with round two, and hopefully we can get this narrowed down to the most rewatchable TV series of all time that we've watched at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now it's time for our one recommendation. All right. So it was brought up earlier. I have uh, a couple weeks ago, I was uh, house sitting my parents' house because I was thinking about taking a one month subscription for Peacock. They get it for free. So I was watching all of Twisted Metal. And I will tell you so, episode one that you've seen because it was available for free at one time, fantastic. The show becomes okay for a while. Episode five is fantastic because it brings Sweet Tooth's dark sense of humor in full sight of everybody. And it is one of those things where it's just like, I thought this guy was going to be a menace. I thought this was going to be like, he was going to be horrific. He was going to be, you know, a Hannibal Lecter type of a person. And you have Will Arnett voicing him in this gigantic actor's body and it just works so well and then episode eight sets up what if you've ever played the um twisted metal game sets up the face-offs which and then i will tell you tease you if you like the first 10 15 minutes of episode eight that's what it's looking like they're setting up for season two to be. Ooh. It is, I cannot wait for season two. Now let me ask you this. Okay. Is Axel in this at all? Remember Axel? Big wheels? Um, They start, they allude to Axel at the end of episode eight. Ah. So the whole... I liked Axel. So if you remember the, the premise for at the very beginning of episode one Mm -hmm. where there's the milkman and he's doing, going to go on this run that is near suicidal or whatever. It's all a setup. I mean, for example, he, he succeeds. So, but it's all a setup to having this grand apocalyptic battle Royale. Royale. Hmm. And that's going to be what season two is going to be about. So kind of like what the governor did in yeah. Walking Dead uh-huh. with the zombies. Yes. That's cool. Has your wife watched it? Uh, no. Okay. Have yours? No, I'm trying to decide if she'll want to watch it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I guess I should. I, I, I guess I need to screen the rest of them before. <laughs> yeah. They're like not the, scary by any means, right? No. Okay. Because then my wife's in probably. My, I mean, the scariest episode i would say is i think episode two when they 
first meet Sweet Tooth? I guess they're not scary. I guess because it's not a horror film. So she only has problems with like Stranger Things season four was too much for her. Okay. Yeah. But it's like actual horror stuff. Well, but I mean, the for my one, it'd be the violence and gore oh. too. So it's it kind of depends on the level. Gotcha. I'll tell you, Sweet Tooth is the character that I we need more of. Like it 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 is the character that I didn't realize that that was the character in the video game. And I'm like, yes, and voiced. And I will tell you, episode eight, you get the laughing clown missiles. I like <laughs> squealed with joy <laughs> when I heard the laughing clown missiles. Is Warhog in it at all? Um, I don't think so. I, I played Warhog, Sweet Tooth, and Axel. I feel like the most when I played that game. So I need to get a month subscription just to watch it. Yep. Oh yeah, me too. I, I think it's it's definitely worth the the eight episodes. All right, um, I'll give my recommendation. My recommendation, I don't, you know, it's not like anything you have to run out and go do. And you probably have already done it because I'm behind on times with some Amazon shows. So I'm watching Jack Ryan and season one was meh. I'd say season two is much better. Okay. I enjoyed season two. So I'm going to recommend if you want to, there's not really a reason why you need to watch season one. <laughs> to, if I mean... It's a good show. It's good. I'm not saying it's bad by any means, but if you want to start off at the top, season two so far, I haven't gone to season the next season, so obviously I just wrapped it up last night. But season two is a really good, really good episode, a really good series, season, whatever, can't speak. So just out of curiosity, what's better? Because I've not watched this one or the one I'm going to ask, but I've not seen Jack Ryan and I've not seen Reacher. Have you? Which? Oh, Reacher's so good. Oh, yeah. Reacher, I would recommend that. I mean, I think I already did in this podcast. Yeah, I think you did. Reacher's just like it's investigative with a lot of brutal fighting, like getting things done. Like instead of doing the whole like we're going to figure this out. And there's like a a, a detective uh, that is trying to hold him back. I think the detective is um, one of the breakout king. It is one of the breakout king guys, which okay. I thought when I first started, like, it's the guy who's a thief. Okay. You know, the black guy that's a uh -huh. thief. So when it was him and he's playing like a, a like almost like a Harvard kind of graduate that mm -hmm. moved to this podunk town because he has a backstory and all that. Um, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I know him from Breakout Kings. I don't like him being like a Harvard, like nerdy kind of guy that it lives by the rules. And then you got Jack Reacher, who's the exact polar opposite. And he, so he's always trying to pull Jack Reacher back. He's trying to bridle him. And he's most of the time not successful. But at the end, I'm like, okay, I think I'm on board with your character now. Like, they, you can play this guy. I just had that. For you, Criddle, you might be able to jump into him a lot better since you don't know him so well in Breakout Kings. But highly recommend Jack Reacher. Uh, Jack Ryan, I think I had a problem with um, Jack Ryan himself uh, because... I mean, I haven't seen all the Jack Ryan movies, which is a big flaw on my part. I haven't seen um, Clear and Present Danger. I think that's the best one. Haven't seen Patriot uh, Games. Patriot Games. I have seen Some of All Fears, uh, Hunt for Red October. Is there another one? There's a Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that one. I don't probably ever want to unless it's, somebody tells me to. <laughs> I have a digital copy. Is it good? I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. It's what's-his-face. It's um, Chris, Chris Pine. Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine. Which, yeah. in my opinion, the only good movie he's ever been in. Is well, I mean, he was good in Star Trek. He was good in Wonder Woman. I liked him in Wonder. I Woman. I didn't really care for him, but Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons, Dungeons and, Dragons. and Dragons. Yeah. Yes. Um, Jarnathan. 
<laughs> I, um, but my biggest problem, my biggest complaint with Jack Ryan is that he is too assertive. And I don't, and like in the Alec Baldwin's Hunt for October, he's not very assertive. He's more of a, he's a pencil pusher kind of guy. You know, he's very hesitant to do anything. And in this one, he is, might as well be Jack Reacher because he is wanting to get things done. He's not, he, he hasn't been out in the field in forever. And now he just, and he was never as a field as a CIA agent. He was just in the Marines. You know, his whole backstory of, you know, the chopper going down, breaking his back or something mm-hmm. like that and being medically discharged. And so now he's in where he's at with like the CIA as just a pet, like a researcher. And, but now he's always like out in the field and he's always just wanting to go and break faces and all kinds of things. I'm like, uh, in season two, it finally, I'm like, okay, I'm on board with this because I don't know why, but season one, it just, they literally plucked him out of the bullpen and said, okay. And then he started fighting and it's like, I don't know. I didn't like it. I'd be curious what, what they're going to do or if they're going to ever do it. But there was a movie, I know you're not up on the actor, but there was a Tom Clancy movie on Amazon featuring Michael B. Jordan that did, I can't remember what it's called, but at the very end, it's set up Rainbow Six. Hmm. And I think making Rainbow Six into a movie, I think that would be a downfall. It should be a TV series. Mm -hmm. A miniseries. Yeah. Do a Band of Brothers, yep, miniseries. Amazon miniseries. Yeah. So, okay, my recommendation, I probably did this a few weeks ago, but I'm going to do it again. It is college football season. Woo-woo! I am on board with it this season. It's been awesome. I've been watching a lot of games. I look forward to a lot of the games tonight, like Notre Dame versus Ohio State. <laughs> no, Ohio State. Um, but... Uh, a lot of good games coming coming on, and I'm excited for playoff season. And, and Bama's already lost. And, and Bama's made, already lost. It wow. makes me happy. They're, I mean, if you look and at Clemson, it, lost right. The SEC does not look good this year. No. So they're just they're tanking this year, and which is how funny. many of the Pac-12 are in the top twenty-five? Pac-12 has got like what five teams or something, four or five teams. Yeah, something like that. I think it's like yeah, Utah, oh, US, Col- UCLA, USC. Colorado, Colorado, Oregon, Oregon, Washington, Washington, six, six. Yeah, I mean that probably the Stanford's most. dead. Nobody knows where they are. <laughs> I mean, there's they they. I mean, oh, in, in Oregon State, aren't they ranked? They're ranked two, seven. Oregon State seven. Um, so Pac-12 is going down with a bang. Yeah, they are. Um, That's why everybody's looking forward to this week because it's finally. Uh, well, it's conference every, conference play. It's conference play now. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm excited for that. You know, Utah, UCLA tonight. Utah is uh, going with their second string. Well, technically third string to start the season quarterback. Um, which, yeah. Then Ohio State versus Notre Dame. That's going to be the big game tonight. Uh, Colorado's facing Oregon, which I think Oregon's going to destroy Colorado. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Just football season is just so fun. And I, I've, I've just enjoyed it so yeah. far. Yep, me too. And just taking as much as I will say this, I'm I don't dislike the University of Colorado. I don't like all the all the fanfare about Coach Prime. I I think they jumped too fast in the ratings or in like in the in the I yes, they beat U TCU, but when you look at TCU, they lost a lot of key players. Mm -hmm. And so really they were not the same team. And then also 
also nearly losing to Colorado State, which Colorado State struggles against everybody. Colorado State's a Mountain West team, yeah. so I'm like, it, they they should have. I was, yeah, I'm a I'm an alma mater of, or that's my alma mater, what, Colorado right? State. Colorado State, yeah. So I was rooting for them. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know you went to Colorado State. I didn't yeah. go there per se. I went online. Oh, okay, <laughs> so. So, but yeah, I was going go Rams. I it was stayed a, up till twelve thirty watching was, it. Yeah, me too. It was a double overtime. Uh huh. Good game. Ah uh, yes, college football. I didn't really care who won the game. I was just like, I wanted to see who would win. So. I I wanted Colorado State, and I want Oregon to annihilate them tonight. Yeah, so I'm excited. Well, for, I want it to be good. Good game. I don't really want ever annihilations. I mean, there's. I think the SEC is finally starting to show their weakness, mm-hmm. and I think Georgia is going to eventually. Because I don't think they're very good. I haven't watched. I haven't paid attention to Georgia this year, but I'm tired of their being. I think they're over reigning champions. They're overhyped. So I'm hoping that their 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 schedule is really weak. They don't play someone ranked for a while. In Utah, so far, they're. I was looking at their whole season. Obviously, since we just said seven teams are ranked, they're playing. I think every single one of those teams this year. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll see ya. 